Brody creeps in. Brody trying to work the boards back behind the net for Bunting. Bunting and Marner unable to come up with that. And McDonough will play it out at center. Here's Bunting for Marner with Matthews. Marner closes, shot, scores! Yes, yes, yes! Number 34 is on the board, and the Leafs on the lead again! Leafs Nation post game here. Brent Gunning, Gord Stellick alongside me. Gordo, I'm so charged up. 4 3 is the final. Leafs comeback win. Austin Matthews game winner. Jack Campbell, tremendous after the first period. Where do we start with this incredible comeback win? Well, Brent, we start with me being the older guy and you're the younger guy. And I'm trying to remember <laughs> something like this, and I really can't. Now, you can't because you're the younger guy. And, and I'm just. You know, was it two nothing after one minute? I know it was longer, right? Like it was <laughs> was the nightmare of Sunday. Did it not happen the first few minutes? And then all of a sudden, you watch the game and you watch it play out, and you watch Jack Campbell to your point, and wow, wow, and 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 you know I'm watching with people and they're saying, you know, because you're a Leaf fan, so you're saying, okay, they're down two nothing, they're going to come back, and did you not think? They had the edge on play for a while, but the shots were like 14-8, right? It was like mm -hmm. kinda, yep. They had eight shots, so you're kind of going, okay, you got the edge, but let's see it. And they brought it, and they brought it, and he brought the saves. Man, I don't know what to say. Like, you want to wrap up the series, so there's still one more game, so we'll, we will be bitterly disappointed if there's a game seven. Or, excuse me, if, they're, if they lose this round, but, man... I mean, in a lot of ways, this this was kind of a neat way for this team that always gets clobbered, you know, in, in, yep. in like adversity clobbers them to cut, dig themselves out of this hole. Like, think how dead I, I know I'm, I know I'm rambling too much, but that's okay. But think how dead the crowd was when they're down to mm -hmm. nothing. Like these people so pumped, and then how pumped they are at the end. Like I I haven't seen uh, I've not seen this in my my many decades of Leaf Nation experience. Uh, first things first, there's no such thing as too much Gord Stellick on Leafs Nation postgame. We never get enough Gord Stellick, quite, quite frankly. I'm doing too much talking, so never apologize for rambling. And, you know, you mentioned, you mentioned what all the talk was coming into this game. And, you know, look at all the guys who get on the score sheet in this. Okay, Morgan Riley, maybe he hasn't been eating it. John Tavares, William Nylander, those guys have both been hearing it a ton. JT, okay, his goal there, that's just kind of, you know, there's a little bit of happenstance there of him being in the right place in front of the net but the play he makes to set up Morgan Riley on that the goal that tied the game the patience the poise the the ability to just hold on to the puck it was everything you kind of needed from your captain in, in that moment and then as the game is going on you're sitting there going okay Austin Matthews has been a force in this game but we we need him to start scoring goals if the Leafs are going to win this series and it's not just a Matthews goal but it comes off an amazing shot pass from Marner like it's just I, I look at the narratives we had coming into this game of Justin Hall really struggled. I thought he had a strong night tonight. John Tavares isn't doing enough. He comes up with a pair of huge plays. William Nylander gets gets a goal that puts him on top for a brief moment, and then it's likely the league's MVP coming through at the end to tie it, or sorry, to, to win it. What more could you possibly, possibly ask for from this team? Yeah, and you know, and the Ryan well, start on time, I guess. That's the one well, thing. Not, okay. not dig yourself a huge hole. 
But the Ryan McDonough goal to tie it was a deflator. And I was glad they got that momentum back. And I, I, I got a good friend that predicted Austin Matthews would score in overtime in a 4-3 win. Well, not quite right. He scores <laughs> in a 4-3 in regulation time win. But, but, you know, to your point about, like, John Tavares especially, like, you know, like, what he did there, Brent, is what he does. It's it, it, He does, like, the league has changed since John Tavares came in. So there's way more skaters to skate, like Austin Matthews and Mitch Dew and, it's fast. It's all those things. And he does all those somewhat unappreciated, greasy area things, both offensively and defensively. So it was really nice to see those those things matter. They really matter. I mean, that's why they won tonight. That's a big reason. So, so you know, Sheldon Keefe put his faith in that John Tavares will start to make a difference in a playoff, which, quite frankly, he is not yet for the Toronto Maple Leafs on a team that, by and large, Nobody has made a difference up to this series and counting in a playoff. So I was glad to see that. I, I, I just think, like, I just like everything he's about. I like everything he's about because society is going away from those kind of things we don't appreciate anymore as opposed to highlight real stuff. So I was glad, I was glad that that came through in this game. Yeah, it, it was huge there, and then I'll, I'll flip to uh, the other big center for, for the Leafs, Matthews. You know, again, the goal he gets at the end, of course, it's the story of the game. It's the game winner, and man, does he is he starting to seem to be a guy who has a knack for kind of coming through in these big spots? Nice to see it actually work its way in into the postseason now, but, you know, before he gets that goal at the end, he just made a point of establishing himself physically. You know, this was a guy who was doling out hits left, right, and center. And again, we always talk, no one wants to hear about the lesson learned from years past because, well, it's resulted in nothing so far. But you look at the way he was doling out physicality, even at the beginning of the game, he gets in the little dust up or mix up with Maroon. And it's not the same thing as the Sherratt play from, from last year. So I, I, it just seems to me like, you know, no one wants to hear it pointed out when it's not happening. But after a win like this, it seems like a great time to point out that, yeah, it looks like Austin Matthews is kind of learning some of those lessons that this team has talked about from all those past failures in the playoffs. And Brad is hit on Sergachev as well. And it's, and again, you know, I, I give Sheldon Keefe a lot of credit that the, the knee jerk reaction was put Lilligren in for Justin Hall and also put some toughness in and like toughness is a funny variable. And you look at the Calgary Dallas series that, in a lot of ways, why Dallas well Dallas is tied two two now, but why they're up two one was John Klingberg figured out, you know what? I'm just going to create havoc, and Matthew Kachuk's going to be distracted. John Klingberg had two penalty minutes in an 80 game season as a defenseman four years ago, and he got 26 minutes in the first two games, and basically got Calgary distracted. And I thought that the other night that when Sutter put out Lucic, and I, as someone commented on it, he was up against Jamie Benn in the first minute. He challenged Jamie Benn. Jamie Benn's not going to fight. So he got Kachuk back that we need you to be Kachuk. Don't be fighting John Klingberg or, you know, looking for those kind of things. And and the, and, and that and that's the balance, Brent. That's the balance in the playoffs. And everyone gets excited about toughness and other things. And But the toughness is what Austin Matthews did tonight. That's the grit. That's the sandpaper. Whatever you want to call it, that's what we're talking about. It's not about a fourth line. I mean, the fourth lines do matter. Don't get me wrong. But it's about the top three lines and that element not being something to say, 
And, you know, last game when we saw, like, Nylander duck a physical thing, Morgan Marley a brain cramp on an offside, Justin Hall, you know, just duck a physical thing, all these kind of things, right, Brent? We And as yep. you groan, we groan together, right? And and mm-hmm. we didn't see that tonight. No, we, we didn't. I loved what you what you saw out of this team again after the start. And you know, I think I think it's now time we've we've done the gushing about the way the game ended. We do have to kind of talk about the the start that this team found itself in, and it just seems like more often than not, when there's the big, big moment, they come out flat. And yes, Campbell had a goal that you don't love early on in the game. Okay, well, all he did from that moment on was bail you out and give you a chance to stay in it. But it's just, we can't give the excuse of, oh, well, a bad goal went in early and all of a sudden you're just, you're, you're falling behind the game. And it, I, I'm so happy they were able to rectify it. I'm so happy they were able to have the pushback and the wherewithal and the ability to come back and win this game and the ability to do it again when, they, when, they, when it got tied up on the McDonough goal. But it's just, you know, we always talk about the heart of a champion and knowing what to do and, you know, it, it does seem like a still an issue for this team that it time after time in big spots and they're going to have another one in game six when they have a chance to close can you again i hate the babcockisms but can you start on time can you not dig a massive hole for yourself and it's just it is infuriating that it's a it's a pattern for this team uh yeah like really the last couple of games because before that by and large it wasn't so Three games it wasn't, and let's get back to the first three games. And the the thing at the end is like writing an exam, and so say your first like twenty percent, you get a five on it, but then at the end you get like a seventy five for want of a bet, you know, because the final eighty <laughs> percent. You you understand the math yep. I'm doing? Oh yeah. So so you're 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 like like Brent like like your point is so right because I'm watching the game and I'm so pissed about the start again. And I'm going, I cannot believe they do this twice, okay? I cannot believe this. I, they do this twice. And, and, I, and, and I know the game's not over. And watching with people who are, you know, just kind of diehard fans, so believing something will come about. And, and, it, and, it, was, and it was weird because it was like they got this pressure, but weren't getting scoring chances, weren't getting shots. But they ultimately did it. So tonight, we, you know, we certainly we give them more than a mulligan because they did it. And maybe, maybe, maybe this is the, because I, I, I can't remember, because what do we remember? We, we remember like panicking on Friday, Tampa Bay Lightning's coming back mm-hmm. and they fall short. And we always remember the ugliness of game seven in Boston in what, 2012 or 2013, the Leafs up by three. So, you know, maybe just maybe this was one that, okay, we reversed the juice, we being Leaf Nation. And we'll, we'll, we'll find out. We'll find out if it's, but wow. Like, I'm so impressed. I, I, I just... I, I, I can't, I, I don't have, I don't have enough time. Like it's all the compliments, <laughs> the plaudits. I, I, they're all there. They're all there. Yeah, it, it is funny with a game like this, you know, sometimes when it's a little less of an exciting game and we're sitting here breaking it down, you do have all these individual niche points to bring out because you're trying to look for something to talk about. But I feel like I'm in the exact same boat as you, Gord. I'm just going, man, what a what a game. Like, I, I know it's not the best place to be for, you know, professional broadcasters like ourselves to be at a loss for words. But, man, it is kind of how I, how I feel after that win. You know, we talked a little about Campbell here. And, again, uh, you know, I didn't love what, one of the goals in the first period there but from that moment on I mean how can you not love what you saw from Campbell and yeah there was the uneven moment late when you didn't know where the headman shot was going or the the nerve-wracking moment I guess I should say but a 
you know, pretty much from beyond that first period, Campbell was incredible. And, you know, we always talk about, can you have the better goalie in the series? And for the back at least half of this game, I, I thought the Leafs did tonight. So the the fear is, and, and Calgary, Dallas had that, like, till about 30 minutes last night, would Jake Ottinger steal the series for Dallas? He still may. He still may. But Dallas, you know, came back, scored a whack of goals. They were just killing it. And, you know, you, Andre Vasilevsky is a prime candidate to do that. Well, we're five games in. He won't steal it. And neither will Jack Campbell steal it. But goaltending-wise, they're certainly equal, or probably after tonight, I got to say the edge goes to Jack Campbell. And that's all you want. And that was the problem with Freddie. Freddie gave you outstanding regular season goaltending. Not horrible playoff goaltending, but you want the goaltender to give you a chance to win. Make the big save at the appropriate time, whatever it may take. Freddie didn't do it. Jack Campbell's doing it so far. So far. One more win. That's going to be the toughest win coming up. That's a whole other topic, but he's been doing it. Yeah, that's that's exactly it. Um, I, I do want to look a little bit at some of the lines we saw tonight. So, Keith, I, I don't know if it's shuffling things around, if it's putting them back where they originally were. Uh, bunting back on the top line tonight. You had Nylander back with with uh, Camp as well. You know, obviously uh, it works when you look at when you look at all the production you got out of there. But I just felt like uh, you know, even you mentioned what the the decisions they made with the fourth line there, uh, keeping calling Blackwell in, deciding not to go with the physicality of Simmons and Clifford, or at least one of those guys. Guys. And, you know, I'm not going to give him too much credit here. It's not like it changed the game, but I thought Blackwell had a really nice shift in the third period there where he just, you know, it, it, it reminded me of shifts we've seen from Kerfoot in the playoffs in the past where he doesn't, you know, do anything earth shattering, but he just kind of goes out there with his legs on fire, is able to get in the offensive zone, good forecheck, and just kind of wake the building up, give it a little more momentum. And, you know, I don't mean that as a shot at the building. I thought they were incredible tonight, but it's just, you need these players down in your, in the bottom your lineup it look the series is going to be won or lost based on what the big boys do and based on how the goalies play but you need these shifts from your fourth line that could just kind of pop and and wake the team up or wake the crowd up and you know Tampa's had that at times uh with Perry and, and Maroon not so much tonight but I thought Blackwell was that guy uh, at a couple of moments in in the third period for the Leafs and I I, I like that he was able to come back in the game after taking that puck to the head well you know and I, I'm going to give uh props to Wayne Simmons like game like game two him Blackwell, you were we yep. were there together, right? And yep. and um, and Andre Kasha, what a phenomenal fourth line! And I, and I think part of Simmons' ill-advised penalty, and then the second penalties, but the first one was especially grating. Was he was pissed they didn't score? They should have had two goals in mm-hmm. the first period, and they played that well. So, the, you know, Blackwell, he's, it's it's more. It's as much people that that played with the New York or were involved with the Rangers because Brendan Shanahan's got a couple of people in the organization that are were involved with the New York Rangers. They love Blackwell. He came from Seattle. I know that, but just about something different. And uh, yeah, yeah, I, you know, and onwards, upwards. I love Spezza. I I was wonder. I I really thought they should get a toughness component in tonight. And good on Sheldon Keith. Like he went, he went full on. He went full on committal, and uh, and when they were down two nothing and some crap was going on, I said, "Geez, I wish Clifford and or Simmons was out there." And you know what? Good on Sheldon Keefe and good on his team that is telling is is making me say good on Sheldon Keefe. 
Yeah, I, I had the exact same thought when they're down 2 nothing. Hmm, you'd like to have somebody who could go run around a little, just kind of suck the crowd back into this or suck the team back into it. But obviously, uh, it worked out in their favor not having having either of those guys. I do have to talk about a couple of moments late in this game uh, that almost gave me a stroke. Uh, Mark Giordano <laughs> with the bank out of, of his own end and uh, it just having, as, as Cuthbert said, the outturn off of the, uh, off of the bounce there. I have to admit, in my cursed Leaf fan brain, all I could think is, oh yeah, they're tying it for sure. Leafs miss an empty netter by, by an inch and I was convinced Tampa was coming back the other, the other way. And then the other one I have to mention is, how do they not call an icing with 13 seconds left and Hedman dumps it from his own end? I could not believe that. Uh, it ends up not mattering for the Leafs, but man, those are just two plays at the end that were uh, giving me strokes in kind of complete opposite directions. Well, Brett, you're too young to have a stroke. I'm the guy that should be okay. talking about strokes. Okay. And uh, uh, Please you know, don't, Gord. I, I, I plan not to, but a bunch of okay. different ones. One is a bad officiating call. So what can you do? You just make the best of it, even though it's 13 seconds left. And I'm telling you, the other one icings is, you know, you saw Hathaway yesterday. Uh, and I know analytics says you're supposed to try to ice it. And Florida came back and won the faceoff and tied the game and won the game, right? In overtime yep. against the Washington Capitals. And, like, I do believe now the smart thing is what, what and I'm not, the, the word analytics is, like, if you're really stuck and you got the puck and you just want get to wire it, it down, get it out. Which, in, in my era, like, it was so taboo to ice. You were just like, whatever. It was, so get it out. But... You know, he had a chance to do the bank off the boards and didn't do it. So, anyway, there's just so and there's so many layers to what you bring up. And it's a, at the end of the day, you go, "Hey, we won! Ha 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 ha!" Like <laughs> like all these other things don't matter. Just like if if Tampa Bay won, you talk stuff and what it didn't. But hey, we won! Ha ha! And I'm just saying, people who are just the fan club members, the respective teams. Yeah, and well, and me. Let's be honest. That's uh, that's also me uh, doing doing that as well. Uh, what? No, Gordo, no, 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 no. Wait, I I am too with the Leafs. I'm talking about whatever team, maybe. Oh, I'm all right, you, okay. Yeah, we're okay, in the trenches make, together. Okay, just making sure. I I I haven't lost you, Gord. All right, I'm ha I'm so happy. I've still got you here with me. Uh, I don't know if there's anything else uh, le left to say about this one. Incredible games from every guy you you needed it from once you got past the first 10 minutes. And I guess the biggest thing to say is I hope we're not talking about the first 10 minutes being a difference maker uh, in, in game six. I mean, we've been here before. No, it's not Easter Sunday at home um, with Morgan Riley scoring early. But the Leafs have had game sixes where they can close out series before uh, they are going to be in tough, though. I mean, if, if Tampa showed you anything tonight and throughout this series, uh, any time you think you're on the verge. Of, of, you know, putting a nail in them or closing them out. They always bounce back. It's, what, 15 in a row uh, that they've followed up a loss with a win. Uh, Leafs will try to snap that. I don't know what your gut feeling is telling you about uh, about game six, Gordo. Well, the stat you just mentioned, Brent, I, like I kidded, but maybe I'm not kidding, is, okay, that stat can still survive, and the Leafs can also win the series by winning games one, three, five, right. seven. And I, you know, hey, win game six. Let's get it over. Let's snap it. But, you know, they could. They could. Like this incredible, impressive streak and why Tampa Bay's won two consecutive Stanley Cups. But, man, I, I'm like, you know, you know what? Like Friday night, like I'd be interesting people's comment on their emotions and your comment, Brent. Like Friday night was just, I was just wired. 
It was like when I mm-hmm. saw Bruce Springsteen in 1985 at Exhibition Stadium. Couldn't go to bed. Couldn't go to bed. And then Sunday, like I couldn't believe it. I like I I just I just could not like not loses lose you lose. Okay, understand. But what? And then tonight. It's not like Friday. I'm not wired. I'm not going to run around. Like I can't run around the streets. I don't do that. But I, but <laughs> I'll, I'll get a nice sleep. But I appreciate what they did. I commend what they did. And then I now go to, okay, this is like making that 12-foot putt on the 18th hole. Ooh. Or, you know, having serve when you're up by one. You know, this is what it's about. This And this is what this team has not done in playoffs. There's one more step to go. And I'm not. Uh, I'm not being critical. I'm not being negative. I'm not being whatever. I'm, I picked them to win it. I picked them to win the Stanley Cup. I still believe they will. But and and why and why they will if they do is in is close out this series. Whatever it takes to close out this series. Hopefully in Game Seven. Excuse me. Hopefully in Game Six. Heaven forbid a Game Seven. But if it is, then close it out. So we shall see I, that. That's, did you not feel that way? Like Friday, you and I could have like run to BC, okay? <laughs> and today, yeah. we're just kind of going, this is cool. If I had a cigar, I'd be smoking on the cigar now. I'm sure you would too because uh, mm-hmm. I think I think young Gordon's in bed. But just yes, something <laughs> about just, just, you know, digesting it very, very differently. Right, Brent? Yes, uh, I do believe young Gordon's in bed, although the celebration that I unleashed when Austin Matthews scored might might have woken him. So uh, we'll, we'll see about all that. But I, I'm right there with you, Gord. It does feel like you're fired up, but it's more of an exhale than it is, oh, my God, I can't believe it. And it's uh, I got to be honest, there are a ton of nerves uh, on my part for Game 6, and we still got a couple days uh, to wait. The one good thing I will say about this series is, Gord, I, I mentioned this stat on Sunday when we were doing the, the show after the 7-3 loss. It's now five straight playoff losses on a Sunday, and the Leafs will not play another Sunday game in this series. So that's far okay. from a guarantee of a win, but okay. uh, but that's pretty good there. You like that? Well, I was born on Sunday, and apparently it's a great poem my mom tells me. And, you know, Monday's okay. child is far to go. Tuesday's child's full of, mm-hmm. I don't know, whatever the program. The But I was born Sunday, which she said is magnificent. And, you know, I do think I'm magnificent, but... Uh, uh, in my unmodest times, but you know, <laughs> the last time the Leafs won the Stanley Cup was 1967, and talking to a number of members of that team, it was any day but Tuesday. They lost on three Tuesdays. There were only two okay. series back then, so Tuesdays were their death knell. The, this series, there's no Sundays, so once we get by it, we'll deal with Sundays. But it, it, it is it, it is funny that 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 is one of those quirky things. But we we don't need to deal with it now. In the next two games. So I think the fact that you were born on a Sunday, it's like the Toronto Maple Leafs franchise used up all, all their luck for eternity on that day by having what you did, now born. What day were you born? What, what, what day uh, were you born? I don't know. I got to go back. I don't know. About what? I mean, I, yeah. My I mom will give yeah, you the poem. There's a poem. Okay. It's not okay. all bad. Uh, Sunday gets will, the best. Okay. I, you know what? We will, we will get to the bottom of this. And when we were teeing up game six, I will let the people of Leafs Nation know what day of the week I was born on. And then we can decide if I am a blessing or a curse for this franchise. Uh, Gordo, I had a ton of fun breaking it down with you. I had a ton of fun watching the Leafs win. Uh, anything else from you before we step aside? Of course, we'll be back for game six. Yeah. And game six, we have it on Sportsnet 590, the fan. Not just you, but Sam McKee about uh, what day of the week you're born. I'll get, I'll get it from my mom, the poem. Sunday still okay. rains the best. But, <laughs> hey, you know what? I, I just, 
Like, like, like this is nice to have a game that you listen to, you turned on TV, listen to on radio, and you said, oh, my God, this is going to be like uh, a six, and, and it's wonderful. It's a different kind of feeling. We still are in trepidation. There's one more win to happen. But I don't remember a come from behind. I remember collapses. We all do. I don't remember a kind of a come from behind win like this at this stage in a playoff series in recent history. And let's hope, let's hope that is that is a positive thing to move forward with. Oh, honestly, it just jumped out to me. And this is a happier memory. The one that I can think of is the, the Carolina game and the building is shaking and Bowen saying, bless you boys. And then they lose in overtime. So that didn't happen tonight. But even, even the happy ones where, hey, they did it. They pushed back. They ultimately didn't come through, so I uh, I, I don't have one uh, that I can I can throw as a comparison there, and that is a, a good thing that the Leafs are uh, successful tonight. Uh, Brent Gunning, Gord Stellick breaking down the 4-3 Leafs win. Leafs now have a 3-2 series lead. They will have a chance to close things out on Thursday night. We will have that game for you on Sportsnet 590 The Fan, the Maple Leafs Radio Network. Gordo, always tons of fun doing this with you. Go Leafs, go! After a big 4-3 win, thanks so much for listening to Leafs Nation Postgame. Thank you.